Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, March 7th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I'm on my own today because last night I saw the non-equity national tour of Fiddler on the Roof, which is here in Orlando at the Dr. Phillips Center through Sunday, March 10th. This, of course, is the tour from the recent Bartlett Shear-directed Broadway revival. And while I know that there are quite a few people, including some here on Broadway Radio, that have reservations about this specific interpretation of the classic musical, I, I found it to be very moving and, and often lovely. So if you get a chance to check out the tour, whether that's here in Central Florida or elsewhere, I do not think that you will be disappointed. I also wanted to mention that I wasn't on Wednesday's show because I was out in Tampa seeing the show 100 Days at the Straz Center. This is the show from the husband and wife band The Bengsons, who starred in it originally and are currently starring in this semi-sit-down, semi-tour. Um, this was a smash hit in a Lortel and Drama League-nominated Best Musical at New York Theatre Workshop in 2017. As we discussed at the time, this is part concert and part musical, but whatever you want to call it, I found it to be truly magical and a bit otherworldly and remarkable in every single way. So if you get a chance to see it through March 24th, I highly, highly recommend. Okay, not a ton of news yesterday, so I'm going to get through it fairly quickly for you here. First up, yesterday, the Broadway premiere production of Network, directed by Evo Van Hova and starring Brian Cranston, announced that it had recouped its initial investment on Broadway in its 15 weeks thus far. Now, as I always mention during our discussion of grosses, Network only plays seven performances per week, so on a per-performance basis, it is actually closer to 13 traditional Broadway weeks rather than 15. According to a tweet from the New York Times' Michael Paulson, SEC filings indicate that the capitalization for the show was only $7.75 million, which is actually far lower for this show than I would have anticipated with all the screens and the technology and fairly big stars like Brian Cranston and, and Tony Goldwyn and Tatiana Meslani. But whatever that number might be, congratulations to everybody who's involved. It's obviously uh, a kind of a bit of a triumph for everybody in the theater community when a play, even one with a big name and, and a big star, uh, is able to recoup on Broadway. Next up, the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. announced the principal cast for their upcoming Broadway center stage production of The Who's Tommy. One of the stars of TV's Riverdale, Casey Cott, also coincidentally or not coincidentally, I don't know, um, the brother of Broadway favorite Corey Cott, uh, will play the title role. Two-time, two-time Tony winner Christian Borle and Mandy Gonzalez will play Tommy's parents, Captain and Mrs. Walker. Manny and Orion, currently playing Charlie Kringus and Merrily We Roll Along Off-Broadway, will play Uncle Ernie. Kimberly Nicole, a former contestant on The Voice and a vocalist in the smash Broadway hit Rocktopia, will play the Gypsy or Acid Queen, whatever you want to call her. And stage and screen star Wesley Taylor, currently at MCC's uh, Alice by Heart, will play Cousin Kevin. More casting will be announced soon, and the show is scheduled to run April 24th through April 28th at the Kennedy Center. Let's stick out of town, and yesterday, Tony nominee Raul Esparza in Chicago Shakespeare announced that he would depart the upcoming production of Hamlet, in which he was previously announced to be leading. Uh, the show is directed by artistic director Barbara Gaines. Maurice Jones will take his place in the role. In a tweet, Raul said, quote, There were scheduling conflicts, and unfortunately, we were unable to make it work. I wish them well, and I thank you all for your support. See you at the next show. On Broadway in a musical, please, Mr. Esparza. Um, this uh, show from Chicago Shakespeare is scheduled to run April 17th through June 9th. 
And finally, two great profiles came out yesterday about major figures in the theater community. The first is from Vulture, as writer E. Alex Jung talks to the playwright behind off-Broadway hits Slave Play and Daddy Jeremy O'Harris. A really interesting look about this playwright on the rise and somebody who has a much different um, way of presenting himself than some of his other contemporaries or former next big hit playwrights um, as they were coming up. Really, really fascinating stuff there, especially if you've seen any of his works. The second is from American Theater's Deep Tran as she spends an afternoon with 12-time Tony-winning producer Daryl Roth, someone who we've mentioned here um, fairly recently on the show. Um, a really interesting look about how this was kind of like the second career for, for Daryl, um, but, but also one that she's incredibly good at. So these two are obviously very different people at very different points in their careers, very different professions inside the theater community, but both are fascinating individuals and both fascinating articles. We will have links to both of those and information for all of the stories I discussed today in the show notes at broadwayradio.com. All right, thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMAT. I believe James and I will be back with you tomorrow. Um, it's actually a really special day here around uh, Broadway Radio. We'll tell you about that then. But until then, have a great Thursday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>